0: Hey there, Dre Redfern here. And really excited that you're here for another episode of the Ultimate Advisor Podcast. Before we dive into this week's episode, I want to let you know of a couple changes that we're going to make over the next few weeks for the podcast. The first one being is that we're changing the format just a little bit. The first way that we're going to do that is every other week, you're going to get access to some of the exclusive content that other individuals have paid for to join the Ultimate Advisor platform. Maybe they've attended a summit, one of our challenges, maybe they're in our mastermind or our accelerator program. We're gonna give you some tidbits of that content every other week for the next few months. And then in usual fashion, the opposite week, every other week on top of that, you're gonna hear from Brian, Brittany and myself in the normal foundational way that we've done things. So without further ado, let's jump into another awesome episode of the Ultimate Advisor Podcast. Hey everyone, Dre Redfern here and welcome to the Ultimate Advisor Podcast where in this episode, we're gonna talk about automating your avatar. Now, what does that even mean? Well, if you listen to the previous episode, which if you haven't done so, you should definitely do that now before diving into this one because we're going to talk a little bit more about your avatar, that that ideal client, that perfect client for you and your business, and then how you can more or less automate various facets in the way that you market to them. So lots to cover in this episode and excited to dive right in. So I'm going to lead it off talking about how you can essentially position your messaging to attract more of those right fit clients and repel some of those wrong fit clients. So how do we do that? First off, in the last episode, Brittany used a great story from one of her coaching clients in that they basically are the number one producer for their broker-dealer. They have a very, very successful business. However, all of the messaging on their site was about them. So they were not very clear about their avatar and the way that they could best communicate that to the person, how they can actually help them. Huge, huge important factor to really knock out first and foremost. That being said, how do we then build relationships and rapport with these different niches that you serve in? Here's the easiest way about that. So we know, and we used some examples in the last episode of how Sweet Financial, a very successful business, separates some of their niches. Women in transition and business owners, just two of them. And if we use those two as part of the example here, we also know that women in transition want to be communicated to differently than a small business owner. So what you do is you have email autoresponder sequences or email drip campaigns or email automation. It goes by 10,000 different names, but essentially a way that you can automate your email correspondence to them to drip it out over time to help you build a relationship with them. Now, I'm sure you've probably seen some of those stats that on average, it takes like between 18 and 27 impressions on a client or on a prospect to convert them to a client. That's true. But most of those stats are largely in the product-based sectors, not necessarily financial services sectors, especially where trust has to be much higher for someone to trust you enough to move their assets, their portfolio, and maybe their net worth over to you to manage. So obviously, we've got a lot more barriers to cross. And as a result, we have to have more touches and impressions because it simply takes more than that 18 to 28 impression. So how do we do that? Well, the simplest way is to use an email autoresponder service. There's a ton out there. One of the ones that we use and recommend is just because it's, it's simple, it's easy, it's affordable, it's called get response where you can get as little as $15 a month and that helps you to automate much of your email sequences so once someone opts in for a list maybe they've shown interest in a, a meeting that you've had or an event that you've hosted you can enroll them into this list and then it could be every day it could be every other day it could be every week they automatically get these emails from you and that's literally a single service most of these services are approved by a variety of broker dealers there's a, some of the other big ones out there are constant contact some of the, the more robust platforms are Infusionsoft and HubSpot. It just depends on more or less what your needs are. And there's literally a service to fit whatever that need is. That's just some of the low-end, mid-end, and high-end services out there. What Once you have that done, or once you at least have the framework done, then you've actually got to write the emails for these niches. And again, if we know what those niches are, it's easier to write that content. So. You can talk to much more of the emotional side of things for a woman who j- maybe just lost their husband. You can touch on more emotional things of feelings and experiences or uncertainty. Maybe the husband managed all of the finances. Maybe that, uh, you know, she's out of the loop or maybe she doesn't feel, you know, certain in her financial future now that the primary income provider, income earner is now deceased that is a really emotional time right there that you don't want to like basically use that as an you know to try and manipulate their feelings but you want to let them know that there's certain things that they may not necessarily consider yet that if you have these answers and you can genuinely help them and you can genuinely add value that you can dramatically change their life during this difficult time for the better now if we take that and we flip it on its end And we have a business owner who is used to being like in and out. And, you know, I'm like, I'm running a thousand miles a minute. I just need quick answers. I need quick information. This is what I need. If that's your avatar, great. But that person is not going to want, you know, long, more emotional, more thought provoking content that really helps, you know, a woman specifically. They're two completely different people. And when you go through that last episode, like we talked about that, this is like the next step. We have defined those avatars and now we want to custom our messaging, our communication specifically to them. So if you didn't download that, that example, avatar worksheet in the last episode go to ultimateadvisorpodcast.com go download that avatar exercise because that may be helpful as you develop some of these processes because again you want to make sure that your communication is specifically tailored to them now you have this awesome email sequence using a Git response or an infusion software hubspot or constant contact there's a ton of them out there now, how do you get people on that list? That's the next question that a lot of people usually then want answers to. And there's a variety of ways and there's no there's no right or wrong, but there's a variety of ways. We've talked with some advisors in the Ultimate Advisor Coaching Program who just do a lot of events and they just, you know, someone attends an event and they just enroll them onto their email list that way to build rapport over time. We've got other, you know, advisors who are running paid traffic and paid media. Maybe they're doing Google ads and they want to add, run traffic, run, you know, basically buy clicks from Google to a landing page. And that landing page could be a checklist, it could be a download, it could be all sorts of information that helps that avatar address their specific problem. So again, these downloads are going to be tailored specifically to your avatar. So. If you're t- catering to women in transition, you know that basically you need to have more emotionally driven content. Maybe your lead magnet or your download is the 10 things that you need to consider after a spouse passes away or the 10 financial things that you need to consider after a spouse passes away. I'm just ad living but that's a simple title that caters directly to that specific need that someone is experiencing. If they're a business owner, it could be the five things that most business owners overlook when planning for their financial future. Things that actually create curiosity that then cater to their specific need or pain point. These things are very easy to use and very easy to set up. And almost any software service that you use can plug directly into your email autoresponder, that Constant Contact or HubSpot or GetResponse, any of those. And so what this does is, is if you know those avatars, it makes it significantly easier to then cater to that specific person's needs in the messaging and the way that they like to be communicated to and then automate each of those facets using some of those softwares to really build that trust, build that rapport, and then really have as many more of those touches largely almost entirely automated so you don't have to necessarily worry about it. So what it does is, the benefit You build this trust, you build this rapport, but you also lower the operational load so you don't have to calendar all of these things out or pen them out to manually follow up with them every so often. It can be almost entirely automated. So what that does is it pulls a lot of that burden off of the advisor or the support staff and automates that, helps to build that trust in order to really take that to the next level. All of that being said, there's a lot to sort of, you know, digest there and probably unpack there, Brittany, and I know you've got a lot of things to weigh in on that, especially when it comes to the actual creation of it, the copy of it, and then how once it's done once, you can actually use that to then repurpose it over and over again.
1: Yeah, Dre, actually, (laughs) you made me think of something while you were talking and, you know, everybody's heard that saying of treat people the way you want to be treated. Well, I would like to say that is incorrect. Right? You want to treat people the way that they want to be treated. So, one of the most important whys, and Dre, you did, I think you did a great job of touching on this uh, just a minute ago, but really the reason, but the core why for identifying your avatar is because you want to be able to solve their problems. So that's what copy or messaging is all about. It's really about solving people's problems. You want them to read what you have to offer, to look at what you have to offer, and to have that automatic head nod of, yes, that's what I need. Yes, they can help me. Yes, that's the problem that I have, and and they're my solution. So that's why it's so important to get to that core of that avatar and then to be able to, like Dre talked about, consistently nurture them, right? Consistently give them information to have them giving those head nods. So when we look at the purpose in having a copy, right? So at Sweet Financial Services, we've actually hired a copywriter to get really deep with us, to really draw out what our core is, who is it that we want to help. So even us who we eat, sleep and breathe this, right? We, we know the avatar. We know who our market is we wanted to get even clearer with that. So that's what we did. That's the route that we went down. But again, you can start by downloading the tool that Dre referenced from the last episode, download that tool, walk through your avatar and decide how it is that you can go about solving their problems. Now, the other thing that we've seen quite a bit in working with financial advisors, and this is actually um, something we encounter in in all facets. So it doesn't matter what assets you have, what your production is. We see this kind of across the board is that a lot of times advisors have great resources or great tools at their fingertips, but maybe it's buried on their website. Maybe it's in their onboarding packet that only touches you if, if, if you give that yes, right? If your prospect gives that head nod saying yes, I want to at least have a conversation." That's when they get some of these great resources, but otherwise they're buried. So part of what you can do through this um, sequence, through this direct messaging, is you can actually uncover or, or unbury some of the great content that you've already built. So one example that, that we've done at Sweet Financial Services is through these nurture sequences, through these, um, this automated communication, automated emails that we go have going out on a weekly basis, we actually have links that go into our website that draw them directly to what can solve their problem so that might be we have something that we call the retirement readiness center so within that it's like a toolbox of these rich tools that people can use to prepare for retirement now it's buried in our website so unless we're telling people go here to solve this problem nobody would know about it. So that's part of why we've decided to create the nurture sequence that we did to have that weekly communication to both prospects and actually existing clients as well. Because there's tools, there's resources that they can use to solve some of their biggest problems. So that's the importance of having solid copy of having that consistent communication going out. Because the bottom line is your prospects and your clients alike They don't know what they don't know, right? (laughs) If you have great content buried, they're not going to be searching for it, right? They're not going to waste that time. So you have to tell them where to go. You have to tell them the the tools that they can use to solve their biggest problems. So Brian, I want you to weigh in a little bit because you mentioned something really, really great in, in the last episode about the whole attract and repel concept. So I think that that you have really gotten deep in this in the last couple of years within the business and it's just been so exponential to us being able to say no when it fits and for us being able to say yes when it fits also. So I think you should talk a little bit on that and, and how that's really impacted our ideal client.
2: You bet, Brittany. I think the, the our three niches or our three avatars, as Dre alluded to earlier, are a concept called smarter business, which is dealing with business owners and entrepreneurs a concept called Women Forward, which is dealing with women in transition. And then our financial planning process is called the Dream Architect. And the Dream Architect is really for people five to seven years from retirement or those in retirement. And we try to draw from a radius of 60 miles because we found that people will come 60 miles or drive 60 miles to experience what we do because it is so different but a couple of interesting things that take off on what you said is those are really the only things that we actually put out into the public that give us our message. So we want people when they think of sweet financial to think of dream architect, business owners, or women in transition. And we have just found that when you have that very clear message, and that's why we use a specific copywriter for each of those niches, is it's easier to work within each of those niches as they each have the similar problems and similar concerns. And when you get that message really clear, that drills down into what issues and problems and things that you can do to help them overcome concerns and problems that they have, They may not want to work with you today, but if you do this drip campaign that Dre alluded to, it's an amazing scenario that once they lock in or opt in is the official term, it's an automated sequence where every so many days, they get some message that's crafted to that specific niche. They can click and do some things, but... There's a sequence that, depending on if they elect option A or option B, then they'll continue to get messaging. And as Dre alluded to, one of the crazy things that happens, and I think one of the reasons advisors don't have as much success as they should, is they give up too soon. And they don't follow up or they don't have the contacts with clients because it takes lots and lots and lots of follow-up for a couple reasons. One, they've got to trust you, as Dre alluded to. Two, they've got to have one of the problems that you're able to solve. And so you might get a message out in front of them, but at the moment they hear you for the first time, they don't have that issue. But if you have a way of continuously getting that information in front of them, when that problem comes up, they're going to go, oh, I think I heard uh, Sweet Financial. Weren't they the ones that Could help me solve that. And that's when they would engage with you. So the more you can keep your message in front of your avatar, when they're ready, you'll be ready. And the great thing about automating it is, is that it's literally once you set it, you can pretty much forget it. Now, you want to make sure that the messaging works and there's different things where you cross test and do things like that to make sure that your message is working but it does allow you to get whatever it is that you are trying to attract in front of people on a continuous basis and it also then repels people because if they don't have these problems or that information isn't uh fit with uh you know what your particular message is there's no way that they'll call and as the other episode alluded to it's so much more fun working with your ideal clients. And as Brittany alluded to, you know, we all have big pain points when you lose a client. But if you really look at it, when you do lose a client, I would tell you most of the time, it isn't going to be your avatar or your ideal. And if you know that up front, and you don't collect any new clients that don't fit that, the chance of you... Having to have a client leave or having to ask a client to leave really gets minimized. So Dre, any other comments that you have on that?
0: I think there's a lot, a lot there, and I think you're, you've hit the nail on the head. It's just really being clear on who you serve because you know it's so much more fun when you work with people that you actually enjoy spending time with and enjoy working with, and that's that's certainly one portion of it but by automating a lot of these things by automating the communication with your avatar it really does go a long way to have more of those deep long-lasting rapport builders so you can induce more of that rapport and and that reciprocity as you continually share more value give more value to really show that you are actually an advisor who does go the extra mile whereas every other advisor they've probably worked with or talked to say they do but actually don't really do that much, especially in order to build enough rapport that you would then be building by doing something like this. So it really does go a long way, not only to create additional differentiation between the rest of the other advisors out there, but you're doing it in a way that creates that attraction to those right clients, repels the wrong clients, and really helps you create more of an automated system to build your advising business. So that being said, hopefully you got a lot of value out of this episode. And in the next episode, we're going to be talking about how you can automatically nurture more of those clients and prospects using very clear and simple ways to tee you and your business up for success. So we look forward to seeing you there. Hey there, Dre Redfern here. And before you go, we just wanted to say thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Ultimate Advisor Podcast. If you enjoy this episode, then please subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify, and be sure to rate us five stars on iTunes. Because when you do, you'll be entered into a monthly drawing for our ultimate advisor coaching program, which is a $2,000 value. And if you would like to access more of the show notes, additional resources, and our free premium content, then please visit ultimateadvisorpodcast.com. We look forward to seeing you. In the next episode of the Ultimate Advisor Podcast, we'll see you there.